0: Welcome to the Foxes and Fowl podcast, season two. Foxes and Fowl is the campus ministry of the United Church of Canada at the University of British Columbia. We are committed to exploring the ways that God is at work in us and others for the healing and renewal of the world. We believe that God has called us to live in a particular way in this world, the way of Jesus. To help us do that, over the next several weeks, we're going to take a break from our usual pattern of longer interviews and dive into St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians together, one little step at a time. We hope you'll join us on the way.
1: Hey there, welcome to the Foxes and Fowl Podcast. I'm Aaron. Thanks for joining us as we make our way through St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. If this is your first time listening, you may want to go back to the first episode of this season called All Saints, or maybe this is the word that God wants for you today. Either way, I'm glad you're here. Today we're continuing on in Paul's great prayer at the heart of the Ephesian letter, chapter 3, verses 14 to 21. Today we're continuing on in Paul's great prayer at the heart of the Ephesian letter, uh, chapter 3, verses 14 to 21. And again, we want to remember that prayer is how we move what we've heard and know about God from our heads to our hearts and then out into our lives. And that's really Paul's prayer for his congregation and by the Holy Spirit for us in today's passage. He says, I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints... What is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Let's listen to that again. I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length and height and depth and to know the love of Christ. That surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. God. This is really moving from head knowledge to heart knowledge. When Paul prays that we'd have the power to comprehend the extraordinary vastness, the wild height, depth, length, and width of God's love for us in Christ, he's aiming at more than knowing the creeds or memorizing the right answers about God. Of course, creeds are helpful for learning to articulate truths, and theology, the study of God, has been called the queen of the sciences, a most worthy pursuit. But that's not the kind of comprehension that Paul wants for us. It's not all that God wants for us. Because the understanding we're after defies a kind of detached knowledge. It surpasses it. It confounds our reason and expectation. The knowledge of God can't be contained in books or creeds or traditions. It needs nothing less than a human life in which to be known, and marvelously through which to be known. Paul wants us to know the extravagant love of God so that, and get this, we can be filled with all the fullness of God. How wild is that? You are made to be filled with the fullness of God. You know, you can tell that this is a prayer because we keep coming up against images and phrases that confound us, (laughs) that don't get better by explanation. You know, what does that even mean? How can these bodies, these lives, be filled with all the fullness of God? It seems impossible. Filled with the fullness of God. You know, in another New Testament letter, we hear that the fullness of God was pleased to dwell in Jesus bodily. That's another way of saying what St. John says at the beginning of his gospel, that the word who was with God and was God became flesh and dwelt among us or moved into the neighborhood as the message renders it. I don't know about you, but often that's hard enough to understand that Jesus is God with us. God close enough to be touched, to be held, even to be killed for love of this world. But then Paul makes quite clear that while Jesus is unique in human history, the pleasure of God to be all tangled up with human life is just how God is. And marvelously, God is pleased in all of God's fullness to dwell in us, to fill us, to overflow from us. I mean, get this, the love that made the cosmos is perfectly at home in us, in you, in me, is delighted to be known through us, through you, through me. I think that this is a source of great hope and healing. You know, we're made for fullness, for wholeness. The love and grace and mercy of God, the creativity and wonder and delight of God will work its way into our lives, even where we're empty, where we're broken and bruised. Those corners that feel dead and irredeemable, and we all have them. And God will make us full, will make us whole, filled with all the fullness of God. I wonder if we can be as bold as Paul and invite the fullness of God to fill us. Let's make it our prayer. May it be so. Amen. Thanks to the Foxes and Fowl team in the Pacific Mountain region of the United Church of Canada for making this happen. Thanks as ever to Davis Miller for the soundtrack. I hope you can join us next time. And until then, grace and peace.